Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning, Kelly Miller. Kelly is the honored hero of this year's Take Steps Walk, supporting the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. We do this every year and it is time and it's great to have you, Kelly, in with us this morning to visit. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Kelly, again, welcome. This is a show that we've done. I think this is about the fourth or fifth year we've done it. I've lost track. But uh, every year around this time, we welcome somebody or maybe a couple of people in to talk about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America and the Take Steps Walk coming up this year in Tyler, October 21st at Rose Rudman Park. I think maybe just a few weeks later than usual, but it's always held right around this time of year. Uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America is the beneficiary of what you're going to be doing on October 21st at Rose Rudman Park. Let's talk just briefly and then later in the show go into some more detail because there is a lot. What is the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America? What does it do? Well, the Crohn's Colitis Foundation.org is where you can go to find information about IBD. Uh, they focus their spending on four key areas, research, patient services, advocacy, and professional education. They don't receive any government funding, so their mission is funded by the support of volunteers and donors. Okay, and uh, you, you use the term IBD. That's inflammatory bowel disease. That's what Crohn's and colitis are, and you have ulcerative colitis, is that I correct? I do. I do. I was diagnosed four years ago with ulcerative colitis. Okay, mm -hmm. and we're going to go into that and talk about your situation and use that as a real good example of why it's so important to support this cause in just a few more minutes. But uh, a little bit about the walk. Um, let's see, October 21st at Rose Rudman Park. Uh, 8.30 registration, 9 a.m. for the walk, correct? Yes, absolutely. And to register for this walk, you can go to uh, www.cctakesteps.org slash Tyler2017. Uh, registration is at 8.30 Saturday morning on the 21st, and mm -hmm. the walk begins at 9. All righty. Now let's kind of get into the meat of the show. What is inflammatory bowel disease? We uh, described it briefly just a minute ago, but let's go into a little bit more detail about it now. Yeah, absolutely. So inflammatory bowel disease, also called IBD, it, uh, it includes two different uh, disease processes. One is Crohn's disease, one is colitis. And while Crohn's affects anywhere in the digestive tract, colitis inflames only the large intestine. So some symptoms of these diseases may include abdominal pain, persistent diarrhea, rectal bleeding, debilitating fatigue, extreme weight loss. Um, many of these patients that experience these uh, and have Crohn's and colitis will experience numerous hospitalizations. So uh, it's about 23 to 45% of mm -hmm. the people with ulcerative colitis and up to 75% of people with Crohn's disease will eventually require surgical intervention for their disease so it's very serious it is i have no doubt about that i had uh, an instance of colitis in my own family i know from that experience and just from visiting with you and others over the past few years let's uh, hit one of the fine points you have colitis and then you have ulcerative colitis as i understand it and you have ulcerative colitis or uc that's an advanced form of if i may just regular colitis yeah, so colitis in itself is, the word is the inflammation of the colon. Um, sometimes that can have different causes, uh, but oftentimes after, after procedures, uh, 
that are done um, that are able to where the doctors go in and look in your colon they see um, ulcerations in your colon and then they can give the diagnosis of ulcerative colitis at that point um, and that tells them that uh, that it is IBD which is your immune system seeing your colon as foreign um, the same in Crohn's that mm. they see your digestive tract as foreign and it attacks and so you have this ongoing chronic inflammation going on in the body at that point. Talking to Kelly Miller this morning on In Focus, the honored hero of this year's Take Steps Walk, supporting the Crohn's, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. I'm John Sims. As far as who it affects, it uh, basically hits people at a pretty young age, most commonly diagnosed between ages, what, 15 and 35? Yes, yes. But patients can be diagnosed at any age and actually there's an estimated 80,000 children that have Crohn's and colitis right now. Um, the fastest growing patient population is under the age of 18, which is so crucial uh, because these are children, these are our kids that are affected every day um, that are having to deal with this. And I'll tell you, as an adult, being diagnosed was hard enough um, and it has been a very difficult road. But to know that my daughter or you know, or children are being affected by this and, you know, having to go through their teenage years dealing with this, mm. man, that is just, uh, you know, it, it is so important that, that people understand that and get involved in, uh, cause as of right now, there isn't a cure. Um, so that's kind of what the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, they have become so important in, in raising funds for research for these life-saving and life-giving medications that, you know, people are on now. I want to go ahead and give their website out real quick here. It's Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org, C-R-O-H-N-S-C-O-L-I-T-I-S Foundation.org. That's where you can get more information about Crohn's and colitis, and it's where you went. And we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show. It's where you went to get some of the really crucial help that you personally have received in the last few years. So uh, just wanted to get that website out there real quick, and we'll uh, talk more about that later in the show. 1.6 million, is that right? 1.6 million Americans suffer with Crohn's disease and colitis? Yeah, absolutely. Right now, 1.6 million Americans suffer. Uh, and that's one in every 200 Americans living with one of these debilitating med medically incurable diseases. Uh, I mean, that's, if you really break it down and you see it's one in every 200, you can see just how widespread this disease is and it's just on the rise um you know they don't see they don't see the rise slowing down in diagnosing right now mm -hmm. so basically the crohn's and colitis foundation has all it can do just trying to keep up and i think it's been around since about 1967 about 50 years still working hard and um a lot of progress has been made, but still a big battle to fight. And I think you mentioned earlier an estimated 80,000 children that have Crohn's or colitis right now. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So what causes Crohn's and what causes colitis or ulcerative colitis? So there's been considerable, considerable progress um, made in IBD research. Um, investigators do not know yet still what causes this disease. Uh, studies indicate that the inflammation in IBD involves a complex interaction of factors. So uh, someone's genes, um, you know, that they've inherited, the immune system, uh, something in the environment, like foreign substances uh, in the environment, uh, 
they're just not sure yet. It could be one of these things. It could be a combination of these of these things. The the research just is being done, and it is and is being done, you know, vigorously. But there just isn't a good answer yet. Mm-hmm. Now, up to twenty percent of Crohn's patients have a blood relative with the disease, and that's where the idea, I guess, comes in that it mm-hmm. might, there might be a genetic factor involved. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like with me personally. Um, you know, I've traced it back, and um, and there's not a, you know, neither one of my parents have it, uh, my siblings, and so there's not a, a genetic link that I know of, uh, you know, to my closest relatives, and so, you know, I, with me, I don't know where it came from, uh, where it's, you know, where it originated, um, if it was just my immune system, um, or if it is, maybe you know, something in a sensitivity maybe with foods that I eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, nutrition has been a big, uh, a big factor in my own life, um, making a lot of changes in nutrition um, to try to help manage symptoms. Okay. Now, researchers believe that once the IBD and uh, inflammatory bowel disease patient's immune system is turned on, it just doesn't know how to properly turn off at the right time? Yes, that's true. And as a result of that, inflammation damages the intestine and causes the symptoms of IBD. And this inflammation is chronic and uh, it's like this cycle. You know, something triggers your immune system, it is turned on, and then it's this chronic cycle of inflammation that is so difficult to get out of. And for some people, that's when they land in the hospital mm-hmm. um, or on steroids for long periods of time. Steroids, yeah. Okay, you mentioned steroids going into the hospital, um, and you also mentioned uh, diet and nutrition. Just basically, what's the uh, spectrum here? How is uh, Crohn's and how is ulcerative colitis typically treated? Well, the treatment of IBD, it can include medication, uh, alterations in diet and nutrition, and, uh, and ultimately surgery. Um, there is no standard treatment that will, look, that will work for all patients. So every, every IBD patient is different in their own way, and so treatment varies. Um, uh, you know, it's just kind of the doctor looks at what's going on with that patient, and then they, they start at one, and they just keep working their way up. Um, and usually that's to biologics. Uh, currently, that's what I'm on. I get a biologic monthly, which is an IV medication that I get. Um, and for me, in combination with that drug, it's nutrition. It's lifestyle. It's decreasing stress in my life. It is getting enough sleep. So it's very multifactorial for sure. Okay. Now, and we're just kind of heading headlong into this, keeping in mind that there is no cure at this time, just treatments, ways of dealing with it on a day-in, day-out basis. You were diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2014. About three years ago, you were 30 years old at that time. And just go ahead and kind of tell your story from there, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I started having symptoms. Uh, I went in and, and my doctor, uh, my gastroenterologist here is Dr. Kevin Green. I uh, went in to see him and uh, my symptoms were very difficult to treat. We started um, you know, at the very bottom and we worked our way up and, and I think it was probably 14 medications and combinations in between there um, before I began biologics in 2016. Um, and like I mentioned before, I'm currently now getting Intivio, which is a newer drug, uh, IV, and I get those monthly. But for me, uh, other symptoms that are not just related to my 
GI tract. Um, we're debilitating fatigue. Um, I mean, as well as the countless bathroom trips. Uh, but at, at the time, I was a single mom, and uh, you know, and I was afraid to tell anyone how sick I really was because. You know, I was terrified. I needed my daughter. I needed my job, our home. Um, I became very anemic. I began to lose weight. I was very pale. You could really start to see um, the toll it was taking on me. Uh, I was very foggy in my brain, unable to multitask um, without getting very overwhelmed. Um, I was very fearful that if I was honest with people that they wouldn't believe me because they didn't see the worst of it the sleepless nights, the pain, the bathroom trips. You know, they saw me show up to work. They saw me put on a brave face, um, but didn't really see the worst, you know, the worst of it to see how sick I really was at the time. Okay. You used the term biologics a minute ago. I wanted to make sure that everybody understands exactly what that means. I know we take biology in high school. What is yeah. a biologic specific? So biologics is a, is a class of medication. Class of medication, um, okay. Yes, and they block the tumor necrosis factor. Uh, and so research has shown um, that these medications are very effective on um, decreasing the immune response. Okay. And they're very effective for some people. Unfortunately, over time, you can build um, antibodies against these drugs. Mm. And so, um, and, that, and that was the case um, with Jake Dietman, the Texas Rangers pitcher. Yeah. He was also on Intivio, what I'm on now. Um, he received those monthly for, I think, four years um, and then began to build antibodies against them. And so the medication just wasn't working. Okay. And so uh, surgical intervention was his next step. Okay. We want to talk about Jake and about some other well-known figures who have had inflammatory bowel disease in just a couple of minutes here. Right now, reminding you, this is In Focus. I'm John Sims. Our guest this morning, Kelly Miller, the honored hero of the Take Steps Walk coming up in Tyler at Rose Rudman Park, supporting the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. Um, uh, you walked in this morning and yeah, okay. I, I'm like everybody else. I see you. Um, got a big smile on your face you look normal and that just kind of leads us right into why this is referred to as the invisible illness i know we've touched upon this let's get into a little bit more deeply how it's so hard for people to understand that someone like you could have this debilitating disease right absolutely and thank you for telling me i look normal <laughs> that's always a compliment okay good i'm glad i hit the right note <laughs> on that <laughs> but this is abd is referred to often as an invisible illness um, you know, with this disease, you can't always pick out of a crowd um, who has Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis because sometimes they do look well, you know, on the outside. They're able to get out of the house and, and you know, sometimes they have some energy, you know, one day to get out and, and to go shopping and to do normal things, but they don't always see the other side of it. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, and that is oftentimes in the bathroom or at home on the couch. Uh, you know, this disease is also embarrassing. Um, so it's not widely talked about. You know, people with Crohn's and colitis are often humiliated. Um, it's very difficult to talk about with your friends and even your family. Um, you know, people will often say to me, well, you look fine, so you must be doing good. But I mean, unfortunately, that isn't always the case. Um, and the ones closest to me, my husband, my daughter, um, they see the other side of it. They see 
you know, the times that I have to forfeit with them, you know, playing games or spending time with them because I have to rest or I have to go to bed early um, to be able to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I often have to say no when before I could go and do, uh, you know, I have to understand and I've had to learn to grieve the old me and to accept the new me with UC. Mm-hmm. And the new me with UC has limitations. Um, you know, I pay a very heavy price for staying up too late um, or eating the wrong thing or overexerting myself. Um, I usually have pain and symptoms all the time, you know, even at my best. Mm-hmm. So it is an invisible illness and uh, something that, again, we try to take a few minutes every year, a half an hour every year, just to tell folks about it, because it is something that I personally feel that we need to know more about. We talk about Jake Diekman, the Texas Rangers pitcher, and I remember reading something about this in the sports pages about Jake having um, ulcerative colitis. I don't know that uh, if there was a big testimonial uh, on his part anywhere. I guess I missed the memo on that. But I guess that comes under the heading of it not being talked about that much. And he had surgery, actually had his colon removed. And I understand that when that happens, the uh, small intestine is connected directly to the rectum. And from there, you can go ahead and maybe not lead an, uh, well, I don't know, maybe you can lead a relatively normal life once that's done. Is that the case with Jake as far as you know right now? Well, Jake, uh, I believe he was diagnosed as a child, I think maybe 10 years old, and and had a pretty good time. I think he was in remission in his teenage years, uh, but when he started playing professional ball, Mm. um, the long days out in the heat, he said he was drained, dehydrated, the trips to the bathroom, and he just got to a place where he wasn't able to play, the medications weren't working, uh-huh. and he didn't have a choice. He, you know, he had to get the surgery. Um, and with that surgery, your uh, large intestines is removed, and then they connect the small intestines to the rectum. Mm-hmm. And that's often referred to as a J-pouch. J-pouch, okay. Uh-huh. And in between time, um, you can have an ostomy, which is a colostomy, um, and he did for a couple of months. Um, and then they're able to go in and do a reversal where they are able to um, close up the ostomy and then connect your small intestines. And so you are back to visibly, you know, not having, you know, a bag on your side um, and using the restroom, you know, like before. Okay. Um, he did some rehab um, for, I believe, about three months after his surgery yeah. and then got back on the field. But, you know, just like talking about um, it being referred to as an invisible illness, prior to that, I mean, who would have ever suspected that he had a chronic illness? You know, he's out there pitching, playing ball, you know. Sure. And then, um, I mean, you know, thankfully, he was out there, uh, able to get back out there and and did great, finished Mm -hmm. the season off um, great. So he started a foundation, a gutted Mm. out foundation. and. um, 100% 100% of those proceeds went to the Mayo Clinic where he had his surgery. So okay. he's doing great things for Crohn's and Colitis as well. Very interesting story. Kelly Miller, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Kelly, the honored hero of the Take Steps Walk, supporting the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. Other well-known figures who have had um, IBD, Mike McCready with Pearl Jam has Crohn's. President Kennedy had ulcerative colitis. He had a number of different things wrong with him, as we found out many, many years after he died. And that was, I mean, this is uh, more than 50, 60 some odd, maybe 70 years ago, he was having to deal with these diseases. And 
back then there was nothing like there is now as far as the kinds of things that um, they have to deal with Crohn's and colitis. So just just a couple of names from Pearl Jam, Mike McCready, and President Kennedy yeah, and had to deal with this. There's definitely many more, mm-hmm. um, you know, well-known celebrities and uh, and well-known people with this disease. But okay. you know, like we talked about, it is you know considered an invisible illness. These are things that people try to keep. You know, they they don't want these to interfere with their talent, with their you know with what they do, and so. It doesn't always get out there. Yeah. Let's talk about the walk. It is October 21st at Rose Rudman Park, and let's just kind of review some of the information we gave out a little earlier, and maybe just sort of a snapshot of what's actually going to be going on at the walk. October 21st at Rose Rudman Park, um, 8.30 registration, walk is at 9 a.m. What else is going to be happening that day? Yeah, so we will all be there. Uh, We welcome anyone, caregivers, patients, uh, anyone to come out. There'll be some food. There'll be fun for the kids. Uh, there's going to be um, quite a bit of fun there. there. It's also a great place um, that if you have Crohn's or colitis um, or if you're a caregiver, um, it's a great place to meet other people who have the disease and providers like uh, the nurse practitioner I see, Michelle McDowell, she'll be there um, and she's wonderful. You know, she keeps up with IBD and uh, she's very in tune with, you know, today's the latest research. Um, and it's just a place where you can go and you can see that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And www.cctakesteps.org slash Tyler 2017. If you just Google Take Steps Tyler, that's how I got there. If you want to go the easy route. And uh, you can sign up to be on a team and start raising money. You can, I guess, register online and just find out more about what's going on. You can find out about how to support it financially if you're not able to be there in person. So uh, just based on my own experience, my own web search, that's what I certainly recommend. And, um, of course, you're the honored hero. The honored hero, um, that's a, a fairly uh, – th- that's the, uh, the Take Steps Walk's name for a fairly typical phenomenon. I know I've been involved with the March of Dimes for a number of years, and they have ambassador families. And uh, it, you're just kind of the, 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 the this year's face, poster child, if you will, for the Take Steps Walk in Tyler. And uh, we want to talk about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America and – I think a good way to segue into that is for you to tell us your story about how you became the honored hero. And I know you don't know exactly how that happened, but what was the initial connection that led you to being the honored hero? Well, I will tell you, uh, you know, about maybe a year ago, I, you know, was talking to my husband and and I just said, you know, I want to get involved. I want to, I'm in multiple groups, Facebook groups, support groups, and I see there's such a need for help, for support. And... And so I contacted him and just said, hey, how can I help? You know, how can I help y'all? I'm willing to volunteer. You know, what, what do you need? And uh, that is where I found on the, at their website, the Foundation.org website. Man, it is loaded with information and resources. Um, they have a, a resources link um, where they have information regarding many issues people suffering deal with, like coping and support relationships and dating, stress, complications, ostomies, diet, nutrition, pregnancy. Um, I found so much information there and was and was just overwhelmed and, and reached out and said, hey, you know, how can I, how can I be a part of this? Uh, and they have a mentor, 
program called The Power of Two. Mm -hmm. uh, they um, allowed me to become a mentor where they'll connect me one-on-one -on -one with someone who uh, is, is, is like me um, or is dealt with or is dealing with things that I have been through. And so I've been involved that way. And when it came to the walk, I said, you know, what can I do? I want to help. And I think getting in touch with Jackie Peterson, who is over the walk um, and talking with her, I think she just maybe saw my drive and my want to help. And, um, and so maybe mm. that's how I got chosen. I would say that probably had a lot to do with it, <laughs> just based on my gut feeling and no pun intended. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, the... Uh, uh, just my uh, previous experience with things like this. People will see someone who's really passionate, really driven about that, and certainly they want to put them uh, uh, right out there where people can see them, where they can be the honored hero of this year's walk. And I know you've raised a lot of money for it. Last time I checked the website, you were the leading fundraising walker so far, so I know that you're really putting a lot of yourself into this. Uh, about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, where do your dollars go? I guess there are four key areas, research, patient services, advocacy, and professional education. Yes, absolutely. So the foundation funds nearly 200 research projects a year. So to date, the foundation has invested $298 million in the research of IBD, which is huge. I mean, that is, that is groundbreaking. And there has been some wonderful medications that have come from this research that are life-giving right now today. Uh, in the past decade, the research program has been expanded beyond just researcher-initiated grants into funding multi-year, multidisciplinary research initiatives such as genetics, microbiome, and pediatrics. Okay, uh, genetics and pe pediatrics I'm familiar with. Uh, microbiome, can you tell us a little exactly what that means? Yes, yeah, so your gut is full of trillions of different different bacteria. Ah, yeah, okay. And that is considered your microbiome. And so they're researching to see the connection between, you know, someone that's sick with these diseases, their microbiome, mm -hmm. against someone who, you know, is, is relatively well and seeing what the difference is, what is affected, what's different, so that maybe that can be where a change can be made, you know, to help with healing the sick guts. All righty. CrohnsColitisFoundation.org. C-R-O-H-N-S-C-O-L-I-T-I-S Foundation.org is the website where you can get all this information, find out about what they do, find out more about some of the things we've been talking about on the show today. And if you um, have inflammatory bowel disease or are close to someone who does, again, just get a lot of information about how you can get help just in your own personal day-to-day -day life. Um, the program's uh, that are being researched right now by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. You, you tell us they've already begun to provide insight into new patient therapies, treatments, and diagnostics. Fifty years on, after the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation got founded, and many, many, heaven only knows how many more years since people started suffering from these diseases. We know President Kennedy had it. It's still a, a day in, day out battle. You've been quite candid about that, but I guess we really need to think in terms of what has been done, how much worse it would be for you and your colleagues, other people suffering from this disease, and what lies ahead in really getting across how important it is to support this walk, to support the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. Yeah, absolutely. So if it wasn't for the, the research that's been done um, on the, on it, where the new patient therapies that have, you know, are out there right now on the market, if it wasn't for these, I can almost 
say without a shadow of a doubt that I would have already been in surgery and had the surgery and, and had my colon removed because the quality of life at my sickest was so poor. Uh, you know, thankfully, with the research, with these new meds, with Intivio, I'm starting to have really great success. I just mm-hmm. recently, for the first time, um, was considered to be uh, in clinical remission. Mm. Um, and so what that means is I'm not having active disease, uh, but I'd still have a lot of the symptoms like fatigue, uh, you know, with right. stress or food or, you know, there's still every day, you know, there's still um, symptoms that I, I struggle with. But thankfully, and for the first time, um, I've, achieved, I've achieved remission. But many of these patients right now, they have been doing this for years and they still haven't. Mm-hmm. So it is so important. It is so important that people understand that the rise in the ABD is growing and and not to wait until it's you or until it's your, your child or your loved one uh, to get involved now and mm-hmm. to see how important it is. Yeah. Get involved with a walk. It's September 20, excuse me, October 21st at uh, 9 a.m. at Rose Rudman Park. Registration, 830 in the morning. Um www.cctakesteps.org slash Tyler2017 is the website for that. You can also go to Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org for more information. A lot of information that has helped our guest this morning, Kelly Miller. And we're just about out of time, but Kelly Miller, honored hero of this year's Take Steps Walk for Crohn's and Colitis in Tyler, September 21st, uh, October 21st at Rose Rudman Park has been our guest this morning. Thanks so much for coming in this morning, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Kelly Miller, our guest. I'm John Sims. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB-FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.